DM decides I'm lying just because I am a girl. Let me start by saying, I know it sounds like I am in the wrong, that he must have a reason to think I'm lying about my roles so I can succeed or something. But I truly have no idea why he even thinks that I am, because I swear I have never lied about a role before. So basically, I'm the only girl, 20 female, in my current D&D campaign. But I don't really mind or feel uncomfortable about it since all the guys I play with have been nothing but welcoming and chill towards me. They don't ever treat me any differently and are a great group of guys. My only grievance is that the DM has made comments since I started playing with them about how every female he has played with before always lies about their dice rolls so they can impress all the guys and look better and hotter in their eyes. Which is a super weird thing to bring up in my opinion. I had just started and had shown no signs of lying about anything, so I was already kind of weirded out that he felt the need to bring it up, but whatever. I kind of just brushed it off and said I had played before, and that I don't fake dice rolls, because that ruins the experience, and the risk of the game and my actions, which ruins the game for me and everyone else. DM seemed to accept that and let it go at the time. However, I've noticed that at least once per session, he will make some comments somewhere along the lines of how females just lie all the time. It's what they're biologically good at, and they all lie in games like this to look sexy to the men there. No one at the table really responds when he makes these comments. One of the guys tried once earlier on to mention that was a sexist and off-topic thing to bring up, but the DM got mad at being cut off from sharing his personal life experiences and knowledge, so no one has spoken up about it since. This last session was probably the most risky and dangerous situation the party's been in since the start of the campaign, and there were a few times where I had to roll, and lives were on the line if I failed. Somehow I managed to get at least the bare minimum I needed to succeed. Needed a 15 or higher in most cases, since I usually had advantages. Everyone else was having similar luck though, so I was just hyped that we were rolling lucky that night. I did also have plenty of horrible rolls. Got two nat ones in a row at one point, ha <laughs> Two. So it wasn't as if I was only rolling successes the whole session. But the DM seemed to be getting frustrated more and more, with each successful roll I announced. He made a comment that I thought at the time was a joke, he chuckled and said it was almost like I was faking it to win with how good my luck was. I had been rolling in front of me where everyone could see though, so nothing was hidden. I didn't think that was any concern that I was cheating, so I just laughed and said that yeah, my luck was wild tonight. Then at the end of the session, the DM said I only had one more save roll to get us out of there, avoiding another fight that would probably end badly for us. I needed a nat 20 or I would fail. One of my party members assisted and so I had advantage, but the odds of success were still low. I rolled both dice, and by some miracle I did it. I rolled a nat 20 on both dice. It was glorious and everyone was super hyped. The DM just looked mad though and we all joked that he wanted us to fail so he could show off some more characters he made and do more of the fun combat stuff. He kinda chuckled and said it was something like that. The session then ended calmly with us getting back to our keep and getting set up to rest. Then we called it a night. Everyone packed up and we went our separate ways, assuming that was the end for that night. I got a message two hours later from the DM, and he was telling me he knows I cheated and lied about my dice rolls to look better in front of the guys. He said he was nice enough to not call me out there, and embarrass me in front of everyone like he should have, but that he could no longer trust me. He demanded that I give him my dice next session, and that from here on out he will be rolling behind his DM screen for me, since I am proving to be just like every other lying female, and ruining the game for all the honest guys who were playing with me. I was stunned. I didn't know what to say, so I just told him I had never lied, that I was sharing dice with one of the guys, so they aren't some weighted set for anything, and that all my rolls were in the open where everyone could easily see, that I could understand he may have had bad experiences in the past with players, but I had done nothing wrong, 
and would not be letting him roll for my character the rest of the campaign. He is yet to respond, but I'm still so put off and insulted that he thought I was cheating or lying. I really like the group I play with, and the campaign story is super interesting, so I don't think I'll be quitting, but I certainly am not going to just sit by and not roll ever again, and I don't know what to do in this situation. If you guessed he has a crush on me, yeah. He asked me out when I was a freshman in high school and he was a senior. We were both in the same clubs, and he seemed nice enough to give a chance to him, so I said yes. We only dated for about a month or two before he got super possessive and controlling and I broke it off. He was still super bitter, so I cut him off entirely up until about two years ago. We only reconnected because we live in a small town, and so we share most of the same friends. He has asked me out three times since then, and I've turned him down each time. The last attempt he made at asking me out, I very bluntly told him that if he ever asked me out again, I would cut him out of my life permanently. He seemed to get the message, and has, until this game started, actually had been really chill around me, and never pushed my boundaries or said anything creepy. He just acted normally like all the other guys I'm friends with. Some of the other guys have said they'll start to stand up for me in this matter. I screenshotted the conversation I had with DM and sent it to them this morning, and they were all shocked he was acting like that to me. I live in a small town, and so this is the only group to play with around me. If I quit this group, I have no idea when or if I'll be able to play again, and I really do like the other guys in the party, but none of them like to DM, and I'm still super new, and don't really feel comfy trying to DM for the group. The campaign is also like two-thirds of the way done according to the timeline the DM gave us, so I'll probably stick through it for the few sessions we have left, then see if they're online games, I guess, if DM is still acting creepy and like an incel. I realize I didn't put some background info in, trying to stay anonymous and all, but I've known DM and two of the guys since freshman year of high school, when they were both seniors, and DM had sometimes been a nice guy, but he was never this much like an incel or neckbeard. So this behavior was kind of surprising to us, which is why I think they only spoke up once and were kind of confused about it after that. Also, I know last post I was saying I wouldn't leave the game, but a lot of you got through to me. All the advice made me realize that even though he is a phenomenal storyteller and world builder who can craft these beautifully intricate and engaging worlds and NPCs, even the best stories aren't worth putting up with being mistreated. I'll be honest, because of some issues in my past, I tend not to recognize that I don't have to put up with everyone's crap and I'm allowed to stand up for myself and leave bad situations. So I really did appreciate everyone helping me to realize this was one of those situations to stand my ground, and not back down any. But anyways, on to the actual update of what happened. How it all went down yesterday was not at all what I expected to happen, to be honest. I had shown all the other guys I played with the messages that DM had sent me. I was clear with them that this was not acceptable, and that either they supported me and got DM to straighten his act up, or I was leaving. I also made it clear that I had nothing against them, that I really liked gaming with them and would be happy to continue playing with them with a different DM if I had to leave and that we would still be friends outside of the game. All of them were appalled at how he had been acting and the messages seemed to be the final straw that broke the camel's back. After showing them all the messages, they said they had to talk about some stuff and would get back to me before the next session, but most were clear that they were on my side in this matter. One of the guys got back to me the day before the session and said that they were all behind me 100% and that they had all been calling the DM out the past two weeks, since the last session. I guess they were demanding he shape up and explain where this mindset came from, and why he was acting like such an ass. One of the guys got back to me the day before the session, and said they were all behind me 100%, and that they had all been calling the DM out the past two weeks since the last session. I guess they were demanding he shape up and explain where this mindset came from, and why he was acting like such an A. Well, I decided that since I had support from the rest of the group, I would go back for this session, but if he made a single comment, I was leaving then and there. 
just walking out and being done with it all. When I got to the place we were all meeting at, DM asked us to sit down, and he was sounding really uncomfortable, and he wouldn't look anyone in the eye. He said he wanted to talk to us, but we had to sit down first. Well, he went on to tell us about his past three girlfriends, that one had dated him for two months before saying she was a lesbian and leaving, that the second one cheated on him with someone from one of his classes, and the third one, which he says was the breaking point for him, asked to join a game he was DMing for at his college, and ended up hitting it off with one of the guys there and they broke up. He showed us screenshots of the conversations they had leading up to and after each breakup, and honestly I can see why the guy was pretty crushed about it all. It sucks big time to be cheated on. We did know he had been in those relationships, and I knew that the one later came out, and that the second one had cheated on him, but no one knew about why the third relationship fell apart. He never wanted to talk about it with anyone, and after each relationship he went through the stages of mourning the relationship, and we did what we could to support him, but he always seemed to bounce back. And if anyone tried to talk to him about it, he was very convincing in telling us that he had been sad for long enough now, and he was doing better and was moving on. So none of us really knew the full stories of everything that went down, or how it had actually affected him. I was honest with him that I was sorry he had been through that, and I did empathize with how he was feeling and how he was hurt, but that none of it was an excuse for how he had been treating me, or how he had been speaking, that his behavior was still unacceptable, and incredibly cruel and hurtful, and it made me feel unsafe to be around him anymore. The other guys backed me up, saying that as shitty as the situation was, it did not excuse or forgive the way he had been acting. They were clearly behind me, which I'll admit was a huge relief. DM asked what he had to do to get us to stay, and one of the guys said the main issue would be earning my trust back, and that it was up to me to decide what that meant, and that aside from that, the guys had lost trust in DM and his ability to be fair to all the players at the table, and that he would also have to earn that trust back, as well as their respect for him as a friend. DM then told me that he had known he was wrong to act and speak like that, and that he had been angry and spiteful because of his past experiences, and because he was hurt when I turned him down each time he asked me out between his past relationships, and after his last girlfriend broke up with him. He said he was taking his anger out on me and venting because it was easy to blame me for it. I'll admit, I had fully expected him to go nuclear and be yelling or something when I showed up for the session. I had been fully prepared to take all your advice and leave. I was not prepared for this. We didn't end up having a session that night. DM said he would leave for now and let me think on if and how he could gain all our trust back. So DM left and the other guys and I honestly didn't know what to do about it. We all had a lot to take in but we still wanted to hang out like we planned for the day, so the rest of the guys and I ordered some Panda Express, watched a movie and played some board games before parting ways. I haven't talked to them today, and they haven't tried to message me. They're all probably just feeling as confused and lost about what to do as I am right now. So I guess that's it for the update now. I don't know if I'll continue playing the game or not. I don't know what to tell DM for how he can earn my trust and the trust of the other players back. I don't know if he even can earn that trust back with me. I have a lot to think about for now. I'm considering telling him that therapy is a good first step for gaining my trust back. He's always had some really bad anger issues and some other personal things that I believe therapy could really help him work through. And with all this new stuff, my belief that he could use a good therapist is even stronger now. He's always been kind of off-put by the idea of therapy, though. And I remember he was clear he thought it was dumb when I got therapy back during my senior year for some traumas I had been through. But I don't know. Maybe this whole situation could be what finally makes him see he can't do it on his own. He already seems to be realizing that his coping methods are only going to lead him to losing several of his friendships. Sorry if it isn't the explosive yelling match ending with one of us storming out of the room in a dramatic climax of the evening, like some of you in the comments were saying you wanted to hear about. <laughs> I kinda expected to be giving that update, but here we are. I'll keep you all updated still. We're still planning to meet up at the scheduled time in two weeks when the next session would be, so the guys and I have two weeks now to think of and figure things out. 
Some of the people in the comments on my original post told me that I should not be the one having to do all the work to think of ways he could repair my trust in him, that he needed to be the one doing some hard thinking to figure that out himself. Honestly, that kind of made me realize that in the years of being friends with the DM, every time he did something that hurt me or broke my trust, it was always on me to figure out basically a checklist for him to complete to gain that trust back. It is always exhausting, and I realize that it puts so much of the pressure on fixing things on me, and that just doesn't feel right anymore. And this is a trend with him that extends beyond just his and my relationship. He'll come to me asking what he needs to do to fix relationships with others all the time as well. It's beginning to feel like he just never puts thought into himself and what is causing these relationships to fall apart, or how he can take initiative himself to fix things. He just expects to apologize, giving some excuse for the way he was acting, and then wants me to solve the problem for him and tell him exactly how to fix it, which I guess I've been allowing since I rarely said no and was always able and willing to help him. I ended up messaging him saying, I know you want me to make a list of stuff you can do to gain my trust back, but it's always on me to figure out how you can fix your relationships with others. Me telling you exactly how to fix things is not going to help either of us in the long run, and you'll just end up with this same cycle that has been going on for years to continue. I really think you need to take some time to think deeply and critically about what led to this and what you think you should do to fix it. Think of if the roles were reversed between us and what the person who hurt you would need to do to make you trust them again. I found that thinking of it from that perspective can help me to figure out at least some good first steps when I have hurt someone and want to earn their trust back. I'm willing to work with you later to fully repair our friendship, but unless I can see that you're genuinely taking initiative yourself and at least taking the first few steps yourself, I don't think this friendship can continue the same as it has in the past. I saw that he had read it a few minutes after I sent it, but he never responded, so I figured he was just processing the message and figuring out where he was going to go from here. I left the ball in his court and focused myself on helping my family and dealing with the rest of the drama happening in my life. About a week later, he finally tried to contact me back by calling me. I had figured he just wanted to talk and maybe clarify my message or talk about anything he had thought of for first steps. I was very wrong. As soon as I picked up the call, he started yelling stuff about how selfish and unreasonable I was being to him. And how was he supposed to figure out how to repair my trust in him by himself? I tried to repeat that I was not expecting him to do everything on his own, that I was willing to work with him once I saw he was at least trying to take the first few steps himself. But he kept interrupting me and yelling. I knew he had severe anger issues in the past, but it had been almost two years since I had been on the receiving end of one of his explosive yelling rages. I don't know how long I sat on that call being screamed at and insulted, and looking back I'm surprised I wasn't crying or upset. I cry very easily when others yell at me. Instead, I just felt kind of numb, I guess. After being interrupted multiple times and listening to him repeat the same insults, I just got tired of it. As soon as he stopped to take a breath, I just told him he either changed his attitude now or I was hanging up. Well, that got him really angry, and he tried to start yelling again, but I just hung up. He then sent multiple messages about how rude it was to hang up on someone during a conversation, and asking, well, more like demanding, that I had to figure out how to fix my rudeness and selfishness was destroying the friendship. I just didn't respond and the messages stopped after about an hour. I haven't heard from him since, but after that phone call I realized he never wanted to put work and thought into repairing our friendship himself. He just wanted an easy fix of me telling him exactly what to do. I didn't block him, but I'm not ever going to initiate any conversation between us. If he ever looks back and realizes he wants to genuinely put in the work to try to repair the friendship, he can message me. Although after the phone call and his last messages, it'll take a heck of a lot to ever make me trust him again. Even if he really changes and puts in some serious self-reflection, I don't think we can ever be as close to friends like we have been in the past, though. Not with all that's happened, and not with this most recent incident. So yeah, I'd really hope that maybe this was a friendship that could be saved. And for a while, it was really looking like it could be. But he kind of burned that bridge. I'm still pretty sad about it. 
I know he wasn't a good friend to me, but I had known him and considered him a friend for so long that it still hurts knowing this is how it turned out. But I'm moving on from it now, and I was finally able to find a therapist that I can afford, so I'll be starting up therapy again, and hopefully that will help me too. I also ended up quitting the game he was running, but a bunch of the girls from one of my online friend groups I met recently wanted to start a campaign together, so I'll get to play D&D once that game starts up in a few months. It's tough being in a small town with a small gaming community. I'm glad that she discovered what kind of person DM truly was and found another game to play. Please share your crazy DM stories in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel All Things D&D. Stay tuned for more amazing Dungeons & Dragons content every Tuesday.